Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up? Welcome back to Men on the Internet. My name is Sunil. Across the way, I got Kerbin. To the... Right. I don't know what angle this is. Diagonal? Diagonal of me. Sure. We got... Breathe. <laughs> and we have a beautiful guest for part two. Part two. If you were watching us last week, we introduced the world to, yeah. at least the men on the internet <laughs> podcast world, to Miss Danielle. The beautiful, beautiful Miss Danielle. She's back. She liked us enough to come back for a second episode. Welcome back, Miss Danielle. Thank you. How was your week? It was good. Wonderful. <laughs> I like the hoodie. Actually, um, did you get a chance to when they had the Tupac exhibit That's in LA? Where this is from. It looked exactly oh, we went like to that it. Too. Yeah, it was from the Tupac exhibit. It was mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. I still I have really like all kinds of pictures on my phone from it. It was one of the coolest experiences. And then now they did the um, documentary on Hulu. On Hulu, and it was so similar to the stuff from the exhibit. Are you watching the documentary? I haven't seen. I just seen some of the clips, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it all the way through. No, it's really good. Yeah, I recommend it. I have like I think two more episodes. Oh, I have like two more episodes left, but that's about Sick. it. I'm Sick. really, and I'm actually kind of like holding on to those last two episodes because it's like towards the end of his life and what, where yeah. he is and it's it's good and right now it has a really really high score on Rotten Tomatoes I hope it stays that way because I'm sure it will it's Tupac really is great. golden man he he was able to be loved by so many different demographics people all that kind of stuff because I think whether or not you agreed with his message or what he understood him whatever I think everybody could tell he's super authentic and you know, people are drawn to that type of authenticity. So definitely shout out uh, the Tupac doc. I mm-hmm. need to watch it. Have you watched it, Chris? I haven't seen the Tupac doc, but I went to the t- the exhibit and then I went to the Biggie one. Mm. When was the Biggie one? 2021. Oh. Yeah. That was also really good. It was Biggie, but it was really like New York rap. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was like one big room of Biggie and then like five big rooms of everybody else. Was it the same way that the Tupac one was where they gave you the headphones and- you could point and click at? Uh, no. Uh, no. It, it was kind of museum vibe. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, cool. Well, uh, great segue from what we're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, we're still on content, so we might as well just stay on there real quick. Still on what content? Like, we're still TV shows, uh, movies, if you saw anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, recently came out. Was uh, White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't the Jump. The remake with uh, our boy Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Have, have anybody seen it? I've not seen it yet. Have you um, seen the original? I have seen the original. What do you think about the original? I mean, I was young. I watched, I think, what, when, did, when did the original White Man Can't Jump come out? 92. Oh, like 68. Uh, no. Back when was Snipes, it 92? Uh, back 92. when Snipes didn't have money issues. Uh-huh. I have to, and I have to Woody Harrelson, right? And Woody Harrelson had Woody hair. Harrelson. 1992, I, you're right. Uh, I was in the I'm second grade. 
Second grade. So yeah, oh. for sure. I was one way out from entering the world. Nineteen ninety two. I was nine. So what's that? Second grade. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yo. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, Chris, you saw it. I did. I Go watched ahead. It. You jump. For, did you like the first original? So I watched the first one right after the new one. Ha- oh, okay. Was that the first time you seen? seen I had seen pieces. I hadn't seen the whole thing. Okay. And I know why because it was rather longer than I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> a lot more happens than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I liked the first one. It was cool. It had much more of a structured happy ending story. Yeah. Versus the original, which was just like, hey, these guys need money. Here we go. Right. Um. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought Jack Harlow did a pretty good job. Um, I think uh, the other, the rest of the cast did a really good job too. I don't really think that had a bad thing to say. I now know who Tiana Taylor is. Don't come at me now. I you didn't know out. before. She looked just, good. Too. I don't keep up with mm. anything. I love me the some world. Tiana Taylor. Um, She's gonna win awards. Tiana Taylor is so incredibly talented. Yeah. Like mark my words, if. Depending right on team. how things shake out with the way that, you know, Hollywood is is going right now, this is Tiana Taylor's moment. She is like the next it star. A thousand and one came out like a couple months ago, and she was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. She has a couple of other wrong. movies that are coming out later on this year. She is she so was in coming to America too. Oh, was she? Oh, was yeah. she? So should she have been the Little Mermaid? No. <laughs> No. You wildin'. No. All right, let's get back to the topic. Sure. Yeah, Kelly hijacks this shit like he does every other. <laughs> no. All right, so um, I've watched both. I love I, I love the first original. Why I'm in Ketchup. My worry going into this movie was they were going to do a complete, like, exactly the same right, storyline yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, it's not going to be the same. So they didn't do that, yeah. which was great. Um, I was... Pleasantly surprised with Jack Harlow. I think he was very yeah. like they they it seemed like either he's a really good actor or they wrote the they developed the yeah. character around his personality because right. it didn't seem like he was doing that much different from what he was. The other dude looks exactly like um Shaniqua Walls, I think is how you pronounce his name. Yeah, he looks so much like Dwayne Wade. They even use the joke. <laughs> yeah. They go like you broke broke uh like they call him a bootleg Dwayne Wade or right, something like right. that in it. Um it was cool. Like the first story like the story was mainly, I guess, around uh his character. Not yeah. Jack Carla. Jack Carla was like a side right. character, whereas in the original they both were part of the story type of thing. Mm. Um but yeah, overall super entertaining. I, I recommend watching it. It's not like gonna uh it's one of those movies where you don't have to be super focused it's Mm. just like you watch it you enjoy it um the basketball seemed legit it wasn't like Mm. fake basketball Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff sometimes Mm. they be doing that a little close-up shot of the ball going in yeah yeah, exactly like jack harlow knows how to play jack harlow makes the shot it's a black man's hand coming out (laughs) 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 they be using like just a a black man to dunk it right 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 I would just use an extra wide. It wasn't done like a Bollywood movie. Let's just right, put it right, that way. Right. Did you see that clip of Ariana Grande and she's like sliding down the stairs for a movie and this is blatant Asian girl sliding down the <laughs> stairs for an action shot? Dude, yeah, they like, have oh, a lot of that though. It's so much like that in, in Bollywood movies too, oh, is man. It? <laughs> I remember I was watching this Bollywood movie with this girl I was dating and like uh, we were watching it and all of us, it was like this woman and she was like fighting 
And then she like free. She's like, wait, rewind it. She's like, pause it. And it was like a dude with a full on mustache beard, <laughs> just with a wig, like doing the action yeah. scenes. I'm like, you couldn't get a woman to, <laughs> to be the stunt double. Like, come on now. But, um, but yeah. So coming from that, Jack Harlow has been in the news because him and MGK got into it because I think Jack Harlow claimed to be the best white rapper since Eminem. Mm. And okay. MGK was like, nah, homie, that's me. No. Like, he's not a rapper anymore. He doesn't rap anymore. <laughs> Eminem, didn't Eminem basically like, didn't they have beef and then they battled and Eminem blatantly won and then MGK picked up a guitar? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't Washed, yeah. yeah. MGK he, won that here's the Wash. Thing. He even said your beard is weird, and that sounds terrible. But it sounded good when he said it. <laughs> but here's my thing. Here's my thing. How is it that like? And I don't know because I don't. I didn't hear either mm-hmm. song. But regardless of the songs, MGK still stopped rapping after that and picked up a guitar. Am Not I wrong? MGK rapping right now. He Does raps. he continue to mm-hmm. rap? He raps in his Does friend's only, backyard. He the, got a loose forty-five on the floor. The yeah. only shit that I know about... There's a pit bull somewhere. There's some John Moran stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the only shit that I know about MGK is him that's gone popular, that's like actually charted, is his like alt-rock guitar sing-songy type shit. I don't know anything. Lately. And like, I don't know, like nah, we could look at Machine Gun Chuck Kelly and like what nah, has man. hit the Hot 100 and what hasn't, but I don't feel like, like just off of my exposure that I know really most of anything that he's done from a rap he standpoint. He is very talented. I'll, I'll tell you that. He's a good rapper. Okay. Like, he's a good rapper. The bars he put out for Jack Harlow in his friend's backyard, I'm telling you, there was three rock rollers right there swimming in the pool, smoking Newports and everything. He was just rapping like crazy. That adds to the points? It gives extra points? That's he was like, he was like legit. Like, he was like in the hood somewhere. He left his beautiful apartment. He went to Watts or something. So, so who's the best yeah. white rapper since Eminem? So who we we got MGK, you got Jack Harlow, Logic. Who's the other dude? There's another Don't pull Logic. Don't pull Logic Logic's here. black, I thought. Logic been trying too hard to tell you he's black. Yeah. He's he, not white anymore. Okay. And but I he's think he's not though. Isn't he not though? No, he's, no, half, he's half, black. half black. He's black. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Don't, whatever. Let's not do this because he's gonna watch it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's another dude. Yeah. Uh, there was Lord. another dude you were telling me. Oh, so my, my NF? NF. Yeah. You know you. what I did watch recently that I was catching up on was the little Dicky show, Dave oh, on FS. Dave. Okay, Dave. Little yeah. Dicky. And the most recent episode was him at like him going to the Met Gala uh-huh. and his like sideways beef, sideways beef with like between Little Dicky and Jack Harlow, which yeah. is really oh, funny. There so there was go. like a clip mm. where Little Dicky was like, You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. And he was like, who are you? you? <laughs> and, yeah. Right. And he was like, I'm actually mad that I'm even like associated with you kind of. And they kind of look alike in a way because they yeah. have like the moppy curly uh, hair yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the, the beard situation. <laughs> so it was just like a really funny thing in that way yeah, like, that between, I mean. Ugh. So who do you think? I think Malcolm Moore's for sure on the bottom. <laughs> so my, mine isn't even hits, a, though. My, I saw him. I oh, saw him. I think, I think I the the best white rapper it, it it just barely has come out. Go ahead. He's a drill rapper from New York. His name's Lil Mabu. Ooh, mm-hmm. you lost me there. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. We're not doing that. Why not? We're not doing. Have that. you heard his new song? The drill scene. Nah, is Lil Mabu is the truth. Pretty much dead. Nah, oh. you wrong. The drill scene is pretty much on a commercial level. Dead. That's not true. This dude's putting Expl- up numbers. Explain this drill scene to me. Okay. Pop Smoke. Okay. 
So originally started with Chief Keef. I was gonna That's say Chicago you can't talk drill. about. Yeah, it didn't really start with Chief Keef. That's Chicago drill started with Chief Keef. It started in the UK. So it's a UK movement that moved to Chicago, that from Chicago and moved to New York, and now and then it became a a, a a phenomenon here in the United States. Whenever those things happen, they got a lifespan of X amount of years. Chicago had their time. New York has had their time. Their princes have either passed away or went to prison, and now it's over. Lil Durk's still there. Lil Durk is hanging out with the mayor, and he has songs with children now. His All new song, my life. His new song, that song's fire. He's trying to get a Grammy, but anyways, going <laughs> back to um, best white rapper, who do you think it is? I think it's Lil Mabu. <laughs> Since Eminem, sure. Um, the best white rapper. You know what's unfortunate for the rap, white rappers? They all kind of sound the same. Mm, like, a little bit, a little bit. Quick rapping, yeah, little flippity flap words. Um, it's definitely not logic. You just said he's not on the list. I'm just being sure okay. we are all, all, put, we all are, you are aware. You already said the page. man was black. I'm just saying because he's at like, yeah. yeah. And I'm just fired. saying. NF? NF is fire. I like him. He cool. They all the same to me, pretty much. They all the same. Jack Harley, I'll listen to his latest album. You know. I like Jack Harley, though. Jack Harlow got a song. He got a couple. He got the remix. <laughs> you only said nah, it because your got, boy's on there. He got he got he got a couple of songs. He got the Tyler Hero song I thought was fire. Mm. Who's it, Jack? Jack Harlow, yeah. I don't know, man. Jack kind of eh. He got the what's popping, obviously. That's a big one. He's kind of vanilla. He got the one with your boy um Lil Nas X. All right, come on. Don't do it. Don't don't I know do you love that music video. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um <laughs> He got one with Drake. He got the Drake cosign. Mm-hmm. But he got washed on that song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the whole setting him up to be the next Drake was where his downfall was. Oh, you think he's going down? I mean, I don't think I think that's high expectations that he wasn't able to reach. He but he has he, the Drake flow. And he, he I think he has a great personality. He's doing the movie thing. He wants to be like an icon. So I think, you know, we'll see if he gets there. He won't. No, I don't think so. I mean, look, he starts doing the movie things. It's a slow grind. It's not going to happen overnight. How long did it take Drake? Fair. Um, A while. A, a few nights. Yeah. He was rolling around in Degrassi. Nobody even knew who he was. Yeah, but- Wheelchair Jimmy. Yeah. He was wheelchair. But he kind of ascended to the rap place fairly quickly. But he, had a, he put his team- He he got- Not industry plan, Like I mean, but, to the top. Best I ever had was like- there were like three mixtapes before that, though. Yeah, but they were not Lil Wayne sanctioned mixtapes because he had comeback season. Mm-hmm. Then he had um, uh, the the other one. Damn, what was the other one? Comeback season was the one in the fall mm-hmm. where he had the cut in the head, and then he had the other one, and mm-hmm. then he had so far gone pretty much. So he had two, and then he had the one sanctioned by Lil Wayne. I mean, that's pretty fast. Yeah, and then I, he stayed at the top. But like, you're talking Fetty about pretty fast, but you're talking about. How much years. work he put in yeah. when he was on the scene to when he that was that's a what good I'm saying. Of time. That wasn't quick. That wasn't I, I quick. Like Fourteen doing Degrassi, bro. He right. got, he got Degrassi, but he started rapping when he was like in a late teenager, yeah. and then he, he was rap- famous when he, he was, was like twenty teen when he was rapping. Nah, he was rapping on Degrassi. He mm-hmm. was rapping on Degrassi when he was like eighteen, nineteen, nah. and no, then he got famous when he was twenty three. That timeline is incorrect. However, I will say this: it was about ten years, and Je- no. <laughs> 14 to 23 is about 10 years. He was not rapping when he was 14. Right. Cap. He was on Degrassi rapping. First of all, Drake was born in 1986, and he didn't start 
like when was his first hit? 2008. 86 to 8, 4, 18, 22. I'm proud of us. Got the math. <laughs> his, Keep it going. <laughs> his first hit single was 2010. Boom. With over. 24. With over? No. Best I ever had is before over. It was part of that same album. No, it's not. Over is on a different album. Nope, it's on the same. It's one hundred percent on. One thing First about first of all, on March 9th, on March ninth, twenty ten, Drake released his debut single "Over," which peaked at number fourteen on the Billboard Hot one hundred, as well as the Top Rap Songs chart. Over and was nominated for a Grammy. Like, that was the same. Tell me, know his Drake album. stuff. I do know my Drake stuff. I was in college at the time. Over came after "Best I Ever Had." "Best I Ever Had" came out in two thousand and eight, and they played it in high school. Best I ever had was with the one Kanye um, directed. Facts. Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm-hmm. Maybe Drake the best white rapper. He <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean. You got to give it to Drake. <laughs> we forgot about Drake. Yeah, I but, forgot. Oh, what about no, Cole? So Far Gone was the album that you're talking about and Over was on So Far Gone. So it was Best I Never Had. Which came out first though. Jay Cole's Which half technically white? was a mixtape. Jay Cole's half white. I didn't know that. Jake Jay, Jay Cole is half white. I didn't know that. He was born in Germany. Oh, so is uh, real Drake. White. Drake is half white, but he's half Jewish. Remember, we keep going back to this conversation. Are Jews white? But his dad is Jewish and black. His dad is black. His and mom Jewish. is Jewish. Oh, I thought his dad was Jewish mm-hmm. too. No, no. His dad is brothers to um, Slime Family Stone lead singer. So anyways, Chris, who's your favorite white rapper after Eminem? I don't know. I don't listen. You think it's Drake? (laughs) (laughs) Somehow Logic isn't a white rapper, but Drake We know it's not Logic. (laughs) (laughs) But you said Logic can't even be on the list. No, he's not. (laughs) Right on. I think it's Lil Mabu. Shout out Lil Mabu. I I don't know who the best white, because what I'm telling you is it's Eminem and then everybody else that sounds the same. Yellow Wolf? No. Um, <laughs> would you say, what's the one of the rapper that died, unfortunately, rest in peace? Um, he dated. <laughs> That's a lot of them, No, Mike one Mike white rapper, Mike Miller. Oh, Mac Miller. Miller. Yeah. Who was I? Mac Miller was great. Mac like Miller was great. Yeah. I would say Mac Miller. I love That's Mac true. Miller. After Eminem. Okay. There you go. He he didn't I'm sound like the. the he did not. Yeah. You're right, by the way. Dude, so, you changed. Over was on Thank Me Later. I wasn't even going to mention it. I know that. I didn't, I didn't want to like, because <laughs> like, you were a guest, but like, <laughs> no, 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 when it no, comes no. to Drake, like, we just, we just, that's, the we thing let is, him. is that So Far Gone is technically a mixtape. Thank Me Later was technically his first album. I know. But yeah. Look, Kelby and Drake is just different. Like, it's <laughs> but different that, but that one, but the song that you were talking about was on the mixtape, it wasn't on the album. Yes, but that's his first big hit. His, his first uh, single. So yes. Over was technically his first. Yes. And then if you want to count before that, he had Replacement Girl with Trey Songs. Oh God, nobody knows that song. I know it. I know. In my heart, is <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But anyways, all right. So um, let's go to something that we can actually have an opinion on since right. everybody don't want to have an opinion on this. I don't know yeah, about white nobody rappers. nobody knows anything about right rap. Like, that's not. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm right. <laughs> Lil Mama. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Whoever that man. Yes. I'm sorry. Is this a man. child or? Huh? Yeah. It's a child? He's a, he's a senior in high school right now. Okay. It's a pass. All right, you listen to his music. Um, oh wow, he is a very white white boy. I told you. The images are Oof. hilarious. Look at that. Mm, Lil Mabu. I'm, it's a, All right. Um, okay. Yeah. I guess. It's all right, so something that we all love: food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, when we don't want to cook, we want something fast. So I want to know what you guys feel like are, is the best fast food chain. Chris, uh, let's start with you. Why are you What's the criteria? I know. I want to. He said, let's ask the fat guy. No, it, it, has to be, it has to be a <laughs> restaurant that has a drive-thru. That has a drive-thru? Oh, shit. Yeah, that is a good way. See, this is what I'm talking about. Criteria. Okay, it's very important. So, for example, Chipotle, not fast food. No, no drive-thru. No drive-thru. Mm. Also, I hate Chipotle. But Panda mm. Express, there is they a drive-thru. They have drive-thrus. Sure. They do have do drive-thrus. It's awkward to eat in the car, yeah. but they do they have do. one. Yeah. Even some Subways have drive-thrus. They so. do. Even That's some facts. Subways. That's facts. Oh, definitely not Subway, though. Fuck that. They fell all the way off when they gave millions of dollars to a pedophile. And... And... And it's not though because their fucking bread is made out of yoga mats. Like it's na- like yoga mats. <laughs> All their food is gross and frozen. No, no, wow. thank you. Yeah, no, Subway is not Subway. 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 Hey, hey, by the way, Subway can catch all of that. This heat. episode has been sponsored yeah. by. <laughs> yeah. By the, by yeah. the way, um, when I first brought this topic off camera, uh, Danielle's like, I don't really know that, but her opinions are strong on this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, and I love it. Here's my, and I love but it. Subway, first of all, Subway ain't shit. Arby's. <laughs> Money laundering scheme. Subway's just gross, first of all. Arby's is a money laundering scheme. Arby's is like Arby's is like mattress stores. Arby's gave the bag to my boy Pusha T, so Arby's Okay. We got the meats. But all that all the endorsements aside, that's what's the best fast. Pusha T. But that's my question. How does Arby's have all this money for marketing? Who goes there? People keep buying Arby's. It's like the mattress stores of fast food. It's big in the Midwest. And the I'll West tell you this too. Okay. People, different companies buy Arby's. They sell it every like three, five, three to five mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the company that owned Buffalo Wild Wings used to own Arby's. And then the company is just bought and sold cool. and bought and sold. So right, I maintain go. my previous statement. Chris, Arby's is the mattress store of fast food. Chris, we're going to go. Okay, we're so start should, we, should we split them up into burger joints and non-burger joints? Or should we just Ooh, do it all together? Ooh, that's a good assessment. Okay, breaking down the categories. I'm here for it. That's rough. That is kind of rough. Let's do one, 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 one. All right, go. Uh, I'm a Cali boy, so I like In-N-Out, but it's only because I know how to order In-N-Out. Fair. Uh, but... Since I was a kid, I was always, hey, you want to take a trip to McDonald's? Get yourself a happy Ooh, meal. We go with a classic. Happy you get meal. some McDoubles with Mac sauce. Mm. Facts, facts. Get yourself a McFlurry if you're feeling it. Mm. If you're feeling if, it. If, if, it's, feel, if the machine if works. If the machine works, which we Let's know it honest, doesn't. We always mm. never does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably have to say McDonald's. McDonald's, okay. Damn, that's rough. I got to go with that's the OG. A good one. That's what I was going to say. That's a good one. I was going to say OG. McDonald's, but... To avoid uh, having to say the same thing that Chris said, I went through a phase where I ate a lot of- um, Jack in the Box. No, not Jack. I think Jack in the Box tastes like food your uncle makes. Um, (laughs) That's fair. I stopped stopped eating Burger King in 2020. Um, I opened up up the burger and it looked like rats made it. Ew. No lie. Like it looked gross. No, like it looked like Ratatouille made the food. Um, Ratatouille. Don't, don't hate on Ratatouille. Don't Ratatouille is exquisite, <laughs> exquisite meals. I'm just saying. So McDonald's is definitely my number one. But number two, I can always eat. Um, what's the name of that place that sells the chicken? The chicken um, strips with the sauce. The sauce. Oh, every the, place. Everywhere. No, 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 no. It's main. Uh, canes. Raisin canes. Raisin canes. I like raisin canes. Raisin canes uh, is my number two. It's just too expensive. Come on, it bro. Is. Just pick one. 
Raising canes. canes. You, know, I don't, you can't pick one and then give the negatives about it. I have to. It's too expensive, but it's good. It's great. Daniel. Hmm. I mean, anything you eat is probably number one because you don't even really eat that much fast food. So whatever make food like whatever that. you make it out to. I feel like I was just trying to think of like the last like fast food thing that I ate. What did it, your chef make you? It was probably. <laughs> I, don't have a chef I would probably say like Taco Bell has a special place in my Ooh. heart. I know, I know. Mm. Actually, especially you know since the Mexican pizzas came back, mm. I'd love me a Mexican, pizza. and that's yeah. part of the reason why I love a good Mexican pizza. Hey. Or Let's like pause a this real like quick. Let's pause this. Real quick. I don't know why they call it Mexican pizza. Go down the line real quick. Like, Taco Bell versus Del Taco. Well, Del Taco is my first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> is it really your choice? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Kel be hijacking the. It's been a again. really long time since I've been to Del Taco. Disgusting. Del Sorry. Taco. Del Taco is better than Taco yeah. Bell. Taco we could, this very easily could be a bracket. Like, but here's the thing: Del, right. Taco, Del Taco is only on the West Coast. Yeah. Oh uh, no, that's not true. They got Del Taco in Florida. Okay, but Florida's pretty much West Coast. No, it's, it's super not. west. It's, it's the ends of the west. <laughs> anything, anything that has sunshine and water to be the west coast. So, so like Atlantic City, it's super west in that is. But to actually, the right. Atlantic City don't have that much sun. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Okay. But uh, but your choice was Del Taco. Del Taco. Del Taco. Oh, okay. my one. Del Taco is key because I feel like Del Taco has a good um, combination. So. Look, Del Taco could fit under burger. Come on. Could mm-hmm. fit under taco. Come on. Mm-hmm. Could fit under burrito. Come on. Mm-hmm. Could fit under breakfast. Amen. You know yeah. what I mean? Del Taco got everything. You got the milkshakes. It got the so- it got the drinks that could compete with Sonic drinks. Cause you know, nobody puts Sonic, but Sonic do got the best drinks. That's because I can't find a Sonic. <laughs> Sonic's <laughs> everywhere, bro. It really That's is. Not They're not quite everywhere. I think I, I ate at a Sonic like... for the first time like a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, the closest one is like Duarte. I mean, no. It's not every corner if you were looking for it. Here's the question though. Sonic's the the fast food. <laughs> it is. What's the fast food that you don't have often, but every now and then you're like, "Fuck, I want to eat this." So I could tell you the place I never eat: McDonald's, okay. Whack, Burger King. But do you ever crave it never, randomly? Never. Okay. Um. But that's the question. Like, what, what do you would not? What In fast food do you? Eat? Okay, yeah, that you crave randomly. Okay. In and out. What's your In and Out order? Yeah. What is it? Double double animal style. No cheese. Mm. And animal style fries. What's your so order? Because we need to know. My order? Yeah, and it's, nobody disrupt them. It's a double double <laughs> animal style. You add whole grilled onion and you add chopped chilies. Yes. You could add chopped chilies? A yes. man that knows his shit. Thank yes. You. That's the best burger that there is. You there. have to add chopped chilies. I didn't even know chopped that was a chilies, thing. Yeah. Whole grilled onion. Your breath going to be funky, but it's, it's a whole. Oh, you know so what else good. is good? Portillo's. Portillo's is the shit. Portillo's. Well, that's the East Coast thing, right? That's Chicago. 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 But they that's have one home. out here. They have one here? Yeah, they have oh, it nice. in. Uh, you know what I saw from Long here? Beach? Yeah. That would be my pick. Oh, let's go. That would be my pick. Because that is some shit that, oh, man, I got it. You got to get an Italian beef. You get it, you get combo or beef. regular. So Italian beef, mozzarella and American cheese, mm. dipped peppers Hot on peppers. and peppers on the side <sighs> with fries. See, I like their I like their uh, Italian sausage at Portillo's. Is this a drive through? That is yeah. a yeah. Portillo's can be a drive through, and they got some good ass milkshakes too. Oh my oh, god! Oh, if you've cute. ever had like a chocolate cake shake, yes, yeah. shit, mm-hmm. they basically take. Chocolate cake. You gotta cancel like, all cream. your plans afterwards. Well, yeah. <laughs> Shake Shack. Chocolate good. cake. But chocolate ice cream. Shake Shack got a in a blender. The Shake Shack in got a shake. Yeah, it's fantastic. Drive through. Yeah, Shake Shack got a drive through. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. They fuck definitely got a shake. Mm-hmm. No, they got good milkshake. Shake Shack fucked me over. Wow. 
I was, I, this was when I was dirt poor. And Kel, <laughs> Kelby and I had a meeting with a client and they were like, oh, let's meet at Shake Shack. And I was like, I got $6 in my pocket. I haven't eaten in 14 days. I'm about to go to the Shake Shack and see what I can get with this $6. Oh, they was man. like, we could get you some nugs. I was like, for sure, give me some nugs. I can make a whole meal out of it. They give me the nugs. It's the size of my palm. The whole, mm-hmm. all of the, I think it was like an eight, four, six piece, whatever. It, it fit right here in this. They be using real chicken. That's why it's gross. I was like, no, thank <laughs> so you. So does KFC. Yeah. Nah. Mm. KFC don't be using. Real they chicken. found a real chicken's head in the KFC. In order. the KFC thing. Yeah, fried. <laughs> they also found it was a, mid- a rat. Yeah. Damn, we didn't pick none of the fried chicken places. Relax. Oh, yeah. So to answer your question of mm. places I don't go to often, but I do be craving it. There's something about the smell of Popeyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You smell some Popeyes. Mm-hmm. It don't even taste the way it smells. Right. But it but smells so good. So good. Yeah. You just like I used to work at a hospital where there was a Popeyes across the street. So they used to just pump the smell of chicken into the air. Mm-hmm. And you used to like just air su- freshener. Oh my God. <laughs> the moment you drive into the block radius, you was like, oh, I gotta get me some mm-hmm. chicken. You mm-hmm. turn into the bigger one. What's your best side? What's your, what's your favorite side from uh, Popeyes? Favorite side? Oh, I get like six biscuits. Biscuits, six biscuits. I get the biscuits. I like the rice and beans. Mm, it is good. Beans. I go mashed potatoes and then the biscuits in the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. You can't eat a, If you got mashed potatoes, you got to dip the biscuit right. in the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Only. I agree. I don't think I even had that. I had the macaroni. Have any of you ever had White Castle? Yeah, yes. you, you talk. You talking about white diarrhea? Ooh. <laughs> white Castle is cool because you could get a lot of food for a little bit of money. It's right, true, right, right. but you can also get not a lot of food for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> How many sliders does it take for you to get full? That's my question. Seven. Nah, they pretty. They, they got bigger. They're bigger. Yeah, I went to a White Castle a few months ago. They're not mm. bad. It was like twenty one dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was twenty one dollar order. Yeah, I mean, right. of course, I got. What like, city were you in? Uh, Jersey. Okay, I was in Jersey. Um, and what'd you order? This is what I was gonna say. If you go to a fast food restaurant these days, you can't order the number. Yeah, you gotta order. You gotta order. You gotta say the number, the order up from the number individually. Sometimes they change the yeah. numbers and the order, so you don't, you can't stick with that. Because exactly. I forget, like Wendy's, good example. When I was in college. I worked full time and went to school full time. And so like right before I would go into work when I wasn't going to school that morning, I would go to Wendy's and get, I think it used to be a number six. It was like a spicy chicken sandwich with like cheese fries. And then I would have like a diet Coke. And then that was like, I would literally be on the highway, like whole mouth with a burger, (laughs) like on my way into work, like Mm -hmm. just rushing. But it was always number six. I think I went and the spicy chicken sandwich wasn't the number six anymore or whatever that number Uh, was. And it fucked me all the way up. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is the number is the most expensive thing. Like if you get a number eight, let's just say you get a number, it's going to be like $38. (laughs) Food is more expensive now. But if you say, let me get the exact order from the number. Let me get two burgers. Let me get Mm -hmm. one French fry. Let me get one lemonade. Let me get one McFlurry. You got to drive across the street to the McDonald's to order the McFlurry Mm -hmm. for me and bring it back to White Castle. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like $7. Yeah. My body can't handle fast food as much as it used to. Wow. That's a flex. Don't flex on us. No, I'm serious. Yeah. 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 We are not that healthy. When we 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 used to to work together. She was a salad shaker. Uh, yeah. Not a salad shaker. You're making sure she got the right Tupperware to be able to yeah. get. There's she was this, always shaking a salad. There's this place called Every Table that does like it's actually a really great yeah. place, but they do like these salads, and yeah. they used to always make fun of me because I would get a salad from there, and I would like 
mix it up, but it was good. It wasn't the salad shaker. <laughs> she was the salad shaker. She was a, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. a Kardashian yeah, yeah. ass. Before you ate your salad, uh-huh. what'd you have to do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the easiest way to do it, though. Hey, like you, it's, we're not it's still in the plastic container, just so you shake it, it up to like mix the dressing. We just calling it what it is. Yeah. Before you ate your salad. You had to shake it. You shake it. Salad shaker. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But yes, I would, I, even still, I would just not make any plans after the fact, but I would still fuck up a couple of jalapeno cheddar burgers from Ooh. White Castle. Mm-hmm. Shits are amazing. You know what? You know, what? this is hands down the greatest thing I've ever eaten from a fast food place. And mm-hmm. I'm a McDonald's fan. But if you go to Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. and you get... The breakfast burger, the triple burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you get. And it comes with a, with a hash browns in the burger. Anytime, anytime like you feel you have to say under your breath because you know it that way. Yeah. There's groups for you, Kelly. It's like, it's like 2,000 calories. Yes. That's what I was going to say. When alone. I'm craving something. And I don't have it often because it's mad expensive. Uh, yep. Yes, so and it's really expensive. I don't expensive. really do the, the burger joints that well, but burger joints usually got this question combined with it. Best fries. I mean, it's McDonald's, McDonald's hands down. McDonald's. Nobody's touching over, McDonald's over curly has, fries from Jack in the Box. McDonald's has a better, ah, the best fries. Period. period. They've perfected it. It's done. Wendy's fucked up their fries. Burger King fucked up their fries a couple times around. What about In and Out? Hold on. Nah, in and Out fries are good if they're fried hard. You know you can order your fries fried hard, like extra hard. I didn't know that. I didn't even know they had chopped pepper. Go to, okay, I'm gonna go. Let's go. Let's go to In and Out after this. Wait, times out. Because you didn't ask me what my okay, that is a very similar order. I'm gonna add the onions though, because mine is a single, um, animal style chopped chilies, regular fries, and a chocolate and vanilla shake. Chocolate and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Damn, she knows what Hold to up. Get. So you get. Onion, you get um, animal style plus a whole onion, plus a whole grilled onion. That's nasty. But doesn't the animal style come with grilled onions? So yes, add which is the reason why. Yeah, that's Just why your bread's gonna be funky. They be grilling the onion, putting it on top of the diced grilled onions. Yep. Yeah. And then chopped chilies. That's, that's a little too much onion for me. However, oh, I good, wholeheartedly man. agree with the chopped chilies. Chopped chilies make chop the whole fucking burger. Chopped chilies. Man. You just have to know, know how to order thing. for it. In and out is the reason why people say In and out is overrated is because they're ordering based on what they see. How long has they had the chopped chilies? That's right. Really? Since, since they had the Scooby Snacks? They yeah, have forever. a secret menu. Yeah. That's I thought the secret menu was just it was like style. a couple extra no, things. No, the chopped chilies the world, is, is clutch. <laughs> and you're a Cali boy, man. Get uh, your vibes up, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right, sorry about that, Drake. Uh, <laughs> here's my question for you, because you huh. mentioned Wendy's fries. Wendy's does not have the worst fries. They have the worst, amongst the worst fries by itself. If you eat the fries with the Frosty, you're good. It's the best fries. They yeah, because they dip be, it in something. Yeah. Wendy's fries used to be good, and then they changed the recipe, and they fucked up the fries. I'm sorry. Mm. I am a. I love French fries, but my personal humble opinion is, if I need to dip your French fry in chocolate or anything else, then your fry is trash. That's not true. The because you got to dip stand chicken alone. nuggets somewhere. You got to nope. dip them that somewhere. That might have been disrespectful. Chick- <laughs> not chicken nuggets. Nuggets, <laughs> <laughs> nuggets You got to dip them. Leave your... Potato, fried potato, uh, needs sauce. Your fried yeah. potato is trash. Yeah. That's not true. Dang, I dip all my fries in ranch. It don't matter. It's That's like, f- it's going to happen. That's true. Personal <laughs> humble opinion. Do what you yeah, want. There ain't nothing humble about that opinion. She said, yo, personal, is trash. Personal humble opinion. <laughs> like, she, she 
you like respectfully. Aggressive. Your shit it's, doesn't deserve to be in a human mouth. Not, <laughs> but you know what though? The, the McDonald's, potato, you can eat the, McDonald's fries by itself. That part, which is, yes, which is the reason why they're the best. Again, <laughs> if you're if you can't eat a fry by itself, if you have to dip it in something for it to be good, then it's not a good. I'm fry. more of a wedges nah, person than that. a fry. I'm getting a nod wedges. over here. You That's being all a wedge from the expert is, in the room, I'm getting nods. Being See, a wedge we're on the same page. I got you. Not only is being a wedge person real disgusting. <laughs> Yo, he pointed oh, two fingers shit. at my face. It was like, <laughs> the thick curly fries, yeah. like the um, Ida, Ida, um, you know, the red bag or Ida, gross. If you get any, um, there's another fry. Uh, um, Chris what do they call it? Chris cut? No, no, no. The crinkle it's, cut? No, not cr- crinkle cut. Real nasty too. What? I would check your computer, <laughs> and then the other one. Check your computer. Yeah, I would check what your computer mean? to see I'm what you up to. Sir, Look. there's another one too. <laughs> That's the only reason why I can deal with you because I deal with this one all the way. There's another big fry. There's another big nasty fry. I don't know. What is like it? The steak fry. Steak why are you looking straight at me? Like, I, don't fries. I don't think none of those are. Nasty. If you eat steak fries, you must nah. do a year in prison. They wow. gotta be skinny and crispy. Facts. That's how I like. It. I will the not only, go That's the only way to do fries. Honestly, unless you eat some checkers. Crispy. Pause. The thicker the fry, the better. Pause. Yep. Right That's wild. Unpause. Resume. Okay, so have we fun. have we um, exhausted the French fry conversation? Now I got another one. Okay, go ahead. Um, Don't make me throw up. You got seven dollars. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Seven. Which okay. place are you it's going to ambitious. to get the most amount of food? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I got to do mental gymnastics <laughs> because I know I could go to Wendy's and get the 444 mm-hmm. and then get one to two more things off of the value or whatever mm-hmm. menu that is. Although they don't got the dollar menu no more. Cheapest thing is 129 mm. This man knows. Mm. <laughs> but then you can go to McDonald's. Yeah. You yep. can get four cheeseburgers. <laughs> talking about I know. I know. <laughs> I live in McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I'm learning things right now. Yeah, you get four cheeseburgers. Yeah. It's two for three dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then that leaves you with what? Four dollars. Okay. No, you got four no, cheeseburgers. My bad. So you only it leaves you with one dollar. You can get a drink for a dollar. You can get a large mm-hmm. drink with a dollar. For a dollar, you full. You buy drinks. I'm getting that water cup. Nah. Nah. See, that's you gotta economize your. Your fast food trip. <laughs> get a <laughs> water cup. Gotta get the soda. Get a get a water cup. You could. It's the same thing. Why? You might. Oh, because you're stealing it there. But if no, you're in the we're, in the, we're in the drive-through. Oh yeah. I'm Can't never go going it. inside of one of those. Fast food places. I'm never going inside. You're a big sicko if you go inside a Burger King or Walmart or Wendy's. You're a big sick freak. The last time I went into a Burger King, 
a man flat out beat the shit out of another man wow. in this restaurant. The man's bleeding, crying for help. Everyone stood still and looked down at their receipts. They was like, I don't know what to do. Please make this stop. Please make it go away. No I grabbed my tray and ran. Wow. I was like, no, thank you. I'm leaving. Going inside one of those establishments is real nasty, too. That's wild. All right. So sticking kind of to this t- topic. So I was watching this Instagram reel. And it was this couple, and the dude was really fit, and the girl was, um, let's say a little bit, mm. had let herself go. Mm-hmm. They were been together for quite some time, and it kind of reminded me. So when I was on my cruise um, recently, I met a couple there where the guy was like, you know, good looking guy. Um, he was older, probably like maybe closer to like 50 or whatever, mm-hmm. good shape, whatever. We were having fun drinking. And then he introduced me to his wife and his, and it was, it was interesting because when we were talking at the bar, he was talking like about, you know, like he wasn't talking like he was married. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then he introduced me to his wife who was on the cruise with him. And she would, let's say maybe wasn't the most attractive woman. Mm-hmm. She used to be super attractive, not anymore. So, Could you tell that she used to be? Yeah. She had a real pretty face. Okay. But she had also let herself go a little bit. Um, so, but in this Instagram reel, they had an interview and she, he was just like, they were asking him what he would want to do, like how he feels like the relationship would be better and asking her. And what he was saying was like, I just wish she would take more care of her body. I wish that she would go to the gym with me, um, you know, and just lose weight because I love her, but that physical attraction just isn't there anymore. So my question is, do we have a responsibility to our partner to stay as attractive as possible at all times? I have two answers to this. Okay. The first one is how the relationship began. If you are in this relationship because it is primarily physical Mm -hmm. and your feelings don't develop much, much, much more than how you feel about them. I can imagine it being difficult for you Mm -hmm. because you're like, I married this hot person and I was expecting them to be hot for 25 years before Mm -hmm. we had to deal with this or 30 years. But then, and then you keep yourself up and uh, yeah, you're seeing things on that. What is this called? The dermis? Yeah. Level. And it's also not bad. It's not bad if that's how your relationship is structured. Mm -hmm. The other half of it is we are just animals. We're we're animals. We see things with two things first, our stomachs and our eyes. That's that's how we always see things. If we see something with our stomach, we we have a reaction to it. We see something with our eyes, we have a reaction to it. So it's not unfair for him to be like, I'm just not attracted to you anymore. Because look, if he can't get it up, what's he supposed to do? Pump the blood down there himself? Like, it just is what it is. So if that's a part of your relationship that we just had this carnal energy with each other because we were just so incredibly attracted to each other physically and emotionally, what's the problem with him asking? If And also, if she's kind of like not caring, if she just does not care, it's not that she has an issue, a thyroid issue, pumping out babies, whatever it is, but she legit is just saying, I'm going to just do me, you do you. That's, you know, I can understand how you could take that a certain kind of way. Okay. Disagree. 
I <laughs> like she's like respectfully. <laughs> Your opinion is trash. Again, <laughs> if your French fry must have sauce. a guest star or accoutrement to it, yeah, that's then your fried potato by itself is trash. <laughs> I stand by that. I will die on that fucking hill. I'm sorry. If your French fries require ketchup, mustard, ranch. whatever the ranch, I don't give a fuck. Wow. If your French fry requires a thing, your French fry is trash. Wow. Okay. Because it needs help. It's the same shit with a rapper. If you, how are you going to sidestep this people, question right now? She's answering. You not reading between the lines. People talk about like you know like J Cole like all hits no features. That's like a, there's a point to that. There are yeah. certain rappers who need people to be on their shit in order right. for them to be hot. If a French, if you're, if, then that means you're not that hot. If your French fry needs a guest star or somebody else to give you 16 bars, then your French fry isn't hot. Okay. Now, going back to the woman. Um, I think her taking care of herself has more to do with her and how she feels mm-hmm. than it does with him. Okay. And how he takes care of himself. I think... In that sense, the question should be asked to her of, you know, why do you feel like you've gained this weight? Like what has happened in your life or your lifestyle that has shifted, you know, how you eat and how you take care of yourself? Because, again, health is what, 60 or 70 percent of what you eat mm-hmm. versus like whether or not you're going to the gym. Like you can't outrun a bad diet, Facts. period. Um Making fun of my salad. Um, shake, shake, shake. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Look, hey, it's, I, I'm transforming my relationship with food, but that's a personal conversation that can be had later. Um, it really does have to do with her and how she feels and what her lifestyle looks like. And I think for him, either he's going to help or he's not going to help. And I think that that's what that has to do with that relationship in itself. Like when you have a partner, it's really easy to like put your partner down or to side eye them if they're getting an extra helping or if you're going to the gym and they're not and that frustrates you and upsets you. But it's a whole nother ball game and in, in having a conversation with her and being like, okay, maybe we're having dinner. So we're, I'm going to make baked salmon and vegetables on the side Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or instead of if the gym doesn't work for you and they've been together for a while and you're you know you know that she likes to go hiking well then go hiking with your woman or find or go for a walk with her or find things to do with her in order to encourage her to move more or to get over whatever it is deep down inside that's mm-hmm. like letting her go. Like I feel like we all have issues with with our body and mm-hmm. our, you know, who we are as people and what we look like on the outside. Right. And if you want to change that, you have to change your lifestyle and be encouraged to change that lifestyle and who you are and what you want to do. So do you that's feel like the, my, the why is very important. The why is it the is thing, right? Important. So like, yeah, he can be upset that like he's fit and attractive and she's let herself go. But the question is, why did she let herself go? Right. And what can he do to help her get back on? And if he feels as though that's not his, like his responsibility to do, then why y'all together? Break up. Well, I, I mean, I don't think it was, <laughs> I think he was trying to help. I don't think it, it's her that was like, she just didn't feel like she needed to. My question is like, 
But it's so, how you help, well, right? I mean, I don't also think it's a like. I think he could only do so much if it doesn't come from her. It doesn't matter what he does. He can break up. That's what I'm saying. Now, so, did he say this to the on the reel? Did he say this to somebody else, or he said it to her? Both. Oh, okay, okay. She. This has been a conversation that he's had with that her. he's had with her. Yeah. Okay. And and then and he he was just like this is the because they were asking like what is the one thing in the relationship that you'd want to change right, right, right. and so this was the thing that he talked about and then, so he said that in front of her and then off to the side he talked about you know I try to get her to like work out with me I try to like hey let's eat healthier all this kind of stuff it's just not important to her and she just feels like I'm always gonna be there kind of thing. I feel like uh, anyway. I feel like that's kind of a what, what does what does it say about you that you're also telling it to the internet, like to the guy on the yeah, camera? It's probably, you know I mean? it's probably a hundredth time though he said it, but and then seriously. they finally are like, "We'll be in the show for." $1, I, it $1, must $1. say something about your either your relationship or who you are as a person that you felt free to mention it to the rest of the world. It's and like I, that's your I business, mean, you and your. Relationship. But I think we need to. Not focus just on this relationship. I'm talking right, about right, in general, right? right. right? Mm-hmm. So if this is our relationship, like for me, like or any of us, if we're in, we we like there is a certain point that people could get to where they're physically not as attractive as they used to be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and really, yeah, you're almost. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but, you, I mean, <laughs> you've seen like images of of people like certain ethnicities age like avocados where like at one point they look great and then a little bit later you're like oh shit well yeah like natural evolution but like do you really feel like you would totally lose it if your girl gained like i don't know 50 pounds i don't know but i do know that there's certain points where people get less attractive like people even that i've seen that maybe i wasn't in a relationship with they were like super attractive at one point and then you see them later on in life you're like oh man what like you're not physically attractive anymore what i'm saying is there's that's a reality but when you're in a relationship there's obviously so many more reasons why you're in that relationship that's outside of the physical attraction right it's just like that's just a part what of the, it. what the starting point was for sure but even if it is a healthy relationship you're super into this person like um on a spiritual level on a vision level morals values all that healthy stuff um I I personally feel like there is a certain extent where it's like, why would you put your significant other in that position? So there's like, I'm not saying a few pounds here or there or whatever. I'm saying if you let yourself go to where it's now, it's physically unhealthy, it's physically unattractive and all that kind of stuff. That's you telling your significant other, you have to get over this aspect of it mm. and still be with me. To me, that's selfish because there is a certain point where you got to be like, it's not just for me. And I understand what you're saying, what the why and all that kind of stuff. But at a certain point, we can't be so engrossed in our own feelings and emotions that we get, it's a point of narcissism. And I'm just using that, it's probably the wrong word. But what I'm saying is like where we expect other people to fix this aspect of it. There's a certain point where, you know, you asked, you're asking a lot of great questions, but why should that man be put in that position to have to like weigh all of these things now when it, it could have been easily bypassed from just taking care of yourself a little but bit But isn't more? that relationships to begin with? Like you, like, has there ever been a time in your life where you don't feel like you've taken care of yourself as much as you used to? Sure. Or that you've fallen off a little bit? Yeah. What does that have to do with the other person? That's, because- that's, and you do see what I'm saying? Like there's things that happen to people in life where sometimes 
they fall off. Mm -hmm. And it's about whether or not you can get back on or be able to, you know, go through life in a way where you're taking care of yourself a little bit more. So I don't, I I, I think it's a little too, little too far. Like we're like here Mm -hmm. when it comes to like saying that that's selfish. I don't think that that's the case. I think what it is, is that again, relationships are, should be two fully formed human beings coming together right and so sometimes you individually are going through some shit or like your life is is not the way that you want it to be and things certain aspects of it start to drop off some of that may have to do with your partner and some may not but so you stay with the dude i so let's say your relationship mm -hmm. and you're in this relationship you've been in with them let's say years okay and it's a very like this is the one kind of thing and all of a sudden something ha- he gets to a point where he's not attractive to you anymore he's not as attractive like yeah let's just say you're not mm-hmm. physically attractive but everything else is great was i before yeah okay so um you still staying with him it depends it depends right like i think it's a conversation that you have to have. Though. It is a conversation. I think it is a conversation because you you need to figure out like it's what part has fallen off. If it's weight, then yeah, let's have a conversation around like let's do things together, like go hiking mm-hmm. or ride a bike or rollerblading or you know, do you want to join a league and go play basketball with your friends? Like what have, what happened? What if they're just not? Right? Uh, they don't care about it as much because they're comfortable. Mm. <laughs> That's gonna be. Again, it's a conver- it's a part of a conversation. I think But don't you think that was value- kind of selfish? The fact that he's like I got the girl that I want. I don't need to necessarily be as fit and proper and all this kind of stuff. I don't need to worry about that as much because I got my girl. But you may not be able to keep that bitch. Like you That's see what, what I'm saying? saying? Like the re- again, I think you're saying the same thing I'm saying. To a certain point, but I think that the way that you're saying it is the part that I'm like. Nah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to get like I'm. I'm saying that there is a certain point where I I look at it like let's say we're together and initially there's attraction and all this other great stuff. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I get to a point where I'm not as attracted to you. To me personally, that's a, that's me being selfish because I'm putting you now in a situation where. You have to overcome something that you didn't need to overcome before. That's clearly in my control. And I am saying that that's life. I'm saying that okay. there's there are things that people... That shit just doesn't happen for the sake of happening. There is a why behind things, right? That's so <laughs> I feel as though there's... I If we're in a relationship yeah. and we're together and... I see over the course of six months that you've gained like 30 pounds yeah. and you know, the foobar is, is foobarring and we're trying to do our thing and I, things got to lift up to go to where they need <laughs> to go. Right. Like, yeah, we're going to have that conversation right. because it's the Sahara down here yeah, and it's not going to go down the way that you think it's going to go down or the way that it has before, because it's not as cute as it used to be. Yeah. But again, there are things that, led you to that point you obviously didn't gain 15 or 20 or however many pounds for no fucking reason like either you're eating different either your lifestyle has changed so your eating habits has changed or the how much you move have changed like how much you move to change like something is different and so that conversation does need to be had within that relationship and there are certain things that are deal breakers within relationships so like if you're like, well, why aren't we having as much sex? And I'm like, 
I'm not into it because yeah. you got titties now, then <laughs> it's 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 a conversation to be had because sure. like Nick, you don't want me motorboating you. No, okay then. So if I if you don't want me to motorboat you, I'm gonna need you to get rid of the titties. Right. So you're gonna need to like you know like. Do some push-ups. Do some work. Okay, let and, me ask you this. But, if he says that to you, though, like if he says the the skin above your kneecap is covering your kneecap. It's <laughs> 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 real specific. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be into some weird shit. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen it recently, and I was like, that's crazy. You got to kneel twice. So. <laughs> you got knee pads. <laughs> I'm just saying. If he said that. <laughs> The Neil twice took me out. I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. If he say that to you, or like I was on set with Sam the other day. Anybody here seen John Wick 4? I haven't seen any. Okay. There's this guy in John Wick 4. He's the largest man to probably Mm -hmm. ever be in any of John Wick movies. Mm -hmm. Sam coming to me and say, hey, you know, you kind of got the same build as that guy from John Wick 4. So what if somebody came to you and say, hey, yo, you... You kind of look somebody like somebody or man. My like man. he said, he starts saying like, "Yo, you know, you got a little resemblance to Lizzo or something." Yeah, Lizzo's beautiful, but here's here's she what I'll is say. beautiful. But if he if they compared if, you to that, I mean, I don't look shit like Lizzo. So then now I got questions. But I will say this: it's a conversation that we need to have. If I know that I've gained X number of pounds through our our relationship, and you aren't into that body type and we're not having as much sex or we're not as intimate or you don't, excuse me, like your feelings about me have changed. Then again, it's a conversation that we need to have of, am I willing to go and lose the weight or am I not? Which is going back to the thing that I was like, look, either he needs to be helpful and try to help her figure out why she's gained this weight and why she's let herself go and figure out how she can overcome this mm-hmm. or he needs to break up with her like that those are your options either you if, if this is a deal breaker for you sir then you either need to help this woman fix it and if she can't fix it then you need to move on and find somebody else but i feel like that contradicts what you said in the first place cuz you said that the weight journey is like a self journey it is. So, so what does that got to do with the, the other guy? Because you're in a relationship. You are together. So your problems become a blended problem, potentially, depending on what those problems are. Mm-hmm. So the reality of it is, is that if if she's struggling with her weight and she doesn't want to do anything about it and she's okay with what she looks like and you're not, if that's a deal breaker, then you need to end the relationship. If she's struggling with her weight and she wants to fix it and you aren't being helpful because you're, you know, making snide comments or calling her fat or doing whatever and bringing her down. That's only going to make the situation worse. So either you be helpful and you help her if she wants the help or you end it. Like those are your options. So you don't think there's any, I guess, uh, not blame, but responsibility on us as humans to like make sure we don't there's not responsibility for us to not put our partner in that situation or in that position no because you can't sometimes you can't change how life happens to you like what if it's a health thing 
What if all of a I mean, sudden her different. hormones are out of whack and her, you know, or she's having thyroid issues and that's sure. the reason we, why we, she's we gaining weight? The caveat, like if they get pregnant, if there's like uh, health yeah. thing, all that kind of stuff, I think is different. Obviously, that's not in their control. I'm talking about that's in our control because I'll, I'll pr- propose this to you. Let's say it's something different. Let's say it's uh, a, uh, a um, drinking too much. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to affect the relationship. It's affecting the kids, all that kind of stuff. Addiction is something that's real. Mm-hmm. You don't think that that person that has that issue, the drinking that's creating all these problems, that they don't have a responsibility to uh, fix that to a point where it doesn't affect the, doesn't put the spouse and the kids in that situation? I will address that situation. I do feel like it's different from the weight issue, but what I will say to this is that if you, again, you you have similar choices mm-hmm. if we want to keep it real, right? As that spouse who is drinking too much and is putting your significant other in a very bad place, you either have the responsibility of getting better and controlling your drinking or stop going to drinking or going to rehab or what have you, or if you can't do that or don't want to do that, then either you or your significant other need to end the relationship. You're missing one. You're missing one thing. Surgery. What about surgery? You can just get surgery. You can just get a HBL or a BBL. Whatever <laughs> yeah. works for you. <laughs> the thing about plastic surgery that people fail to understand is that it doesn't solve all of the problems. I think I, Cardi B did term. a video about this a while ago when she was talking about like her BBL and all that other stuff that she goes to the gym because there's like residual fat mm-hmm. that happens. And mm-hmm. so it's the reason why I would never get plastic surgery. Like it is what it is. This is just the fucking body you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. Um, but the, the, if you do just like all of a sudden get everything sucked out, the fat comes back eventually if you keep eating like shit and not moving and not exercising. And it comes back in really weird, awkward places and weird, awkward ways. Like, True. Or I don't really watch down. reality TV, but like I've seen botched. Yeah. Everybody's or seen random episodes botched. There's before. so many options now. You can get anti, um, anti-appetizer uh, medication to lose weight. You can get the, uh, you can like get that. Zempic? Yeah, you can get that. You can get the, you, there's so many things that you could do now. Allegedly, that's like, rumored to give you thyroid issues. So you could have problems You just gotta be that. careful with that stuff because yeah. that stuff can have other stupid effects, side effects. The reality mean, of like, it if is If I was is using that it right now, like I gotta be careful. If you, yes. yeah, if you, like, <laughs> look. You need to go back to your physician. Uh, <laughs> what do they say? Like, like fast money isn't like long, like anything that you do that's going to, anything that's a shortcut Mm-hmm. is going to have steeper consequences than actually just doing the fucking work at the end of the day. This is true. Yeah, I guess I just disagree. I understand all of your points, but I do feel like at a certain extent, we is like, it's just as I look at it similar to the drinking thing. At a certain point, me putting my significant other in a, in a situation like that is something that I should control. And it's better if I don't ever put them in that situation versus do put them in that situation. Have you ever been fatter than you are now? Yeah. By a lot? Mm, maybe same way, but different. Maybe like a different like makeup. It was more flab than muscle. Mm-hmm. I say that because I'd be violently swinging from 40, like from 40 pounds up and 40 pounds down. 
And if she break up with me because I'm 40 pounds up. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but then at think... that point, you just let her know, yo, this is a swing up. But I yeah. I'm coming down. Six I months think down, it's yeah. different from like attraction though. You know what I mean? There's a certain, I'm talking about like significant, like you don't look the same anymore. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like when I've you get seen... to the point. Pictures of him, like, yeah, he looks like a, he still looks very different person. Yeah, but I don't think, is this your heaviest or? No. I've definitely been like 60 pounds heavier than I am today. And but that was a 60 issue, pounds right? lighter. Say it again. And, and even 60 pounds lighter. Oh, than I've what you been are now. 100 pounds lighter exactly. than I am right now. So, and he looks like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. But somebody that's dating you is going to see you at this, whatever, attra- what I'm saying is like, and yeah, I would agree with that too. If if she has to come to you and be like, "Babe, I'm not attracted to you anymore," I think that's something that us as the other situation should not have to put our significant other in. That's just how I feel. That's I'm not, not saying fair. that. I'm not saying that there's not fluctuations there. I'm saying when it gets to a point where she was talking about it's the Sahara down there, when she or like you what? can't. Yeah, we, we literally you weren't paying attention. Like <laughs> what you mean by it's the Sahara? It's what I'm saying is, is that like if you get to it oh, in a relationship, I, okay, oh, I, I put it in a different context. When you get into a relationship, the same shit of like you know it's it you it's cold outside all the time, regardless of how you feel about the situation. Yeah. Because nothing like understood. So me personally, that's you know, a, that's an extreme. What I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like just normal. We gain 20 pounds, gain 30 pounds, fluctuate here and there. I'm talking like, about like to you the can't point get it up anymore. Yeah, when it's not attractive <laughs> anymore. To me, that's a that's that's at a certain point. It's uncomfortable to have that conversation first off, and it's hard to like. When you so there's certain things that you do that you can't take back. I agree with when you. When you change, the, and let me finish this. There's certain things that you can do that change the frame in which you're viewing your partner in. That's hard to get back out of that. Yeah. And I I think that we have a certain responsibility to make sure that we don't put our partner in that situation. I agree with you. The only part that I don't like is people can find a way to not be attracted to you deeper than things you can control correct so like let's say you you don't have a hair anymore yeah what you know what it, but when i met you you had a lot of hair i sure. used to cut your hair i used to fade you up yeah so imagine if she's like oh, i don't even like bald guys anymore like he's giving neo vibes nothing mm. i could do about that at that point that was never the right person for me because mm. at that point that has nothing to do with the choice that i made or something that i could control so i think those are different that was this relationship was built off of flimsy stuff i'm talking about this this is a healthy relationship like I love you for all the right reasons, but now you put me in a situation where I'm just I'm not attracted to you anymore. But we're talking about physical attraction. Attraction, attraction yeah. is attraction. To yeah. his point, hair could be part of that. Sure. I personally, personally, mm-hmm. again, on. my opinion. Fandom. I don't like men with long hair. Oh. I'm not attracted <laughs> to men with long hair. I'm just not. If you if if you're I mean I like but you would have never been attracted to that man that had long hair. But my thing is, is that if if I'm with somebody and he starts growing his hair out, right, we gonna have a problem. Sure, because I can't get it up for a man with long hair. I just can't. I'm I sorry, hope you can't it get ain't it up working. for anybody. What you getting up first of all, and secondly, um, <laughs> we're we're putting that in air quotes, sir. But what I'm saying is, like, I can't. Like, it's not gonna turn no. me on. You see what I'm saying? But if he, but if I'm in a relationship with a man and he starts 
growing his hair out and it gets to a certain point where it's a little shaggy i'm gonna look at him and be like mm. but don't you think that's something he would have known he you guys would have talked about initially of course yeah so what i'm saying is like then if he grows his hair out even knowing that that's gonna uh, affect you in a certain way that's not him that's selfishness that's like an uh, inherent reason why a relationship shouldn't work out because at this point you know this is something that you're not compromised you're like you're disregarding me completely right what i'm saying and so I, I i'm trying to get to a certain point and i feel like everybody's trying to uh like kneel them way out of this this conversation there's a specific thing that i'm asking i understand what you're saying but, but I'm sometimes gonna bring up you a can't point. help wait wait is a is a very different thing because sometimes people gain weight for very different reasons. Some of those reasons are emotional. Some of those are physical. You know, you're you're pushing a lot of those other the, those other rationales out in order to be Even like this things, is. I just don't. I don't agree with the selfish thing. part. Is I think that that's where we I disconnect. Still think it's selfish, Let me ask so. you this question: Do you know what the big chop is? No. Okay, it's when women cut like they typically have yeah. like longer I'm gonna, hair. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, Go ahead, give stop it to you me. there give and give us. you the correct. So a lot of black women back in the day used to always get like relaxers. So mm-hmm. get your hair straightened, chemically straightened. Um, over the last like 15, 20 years, it's been more naturally accepted within like the mainstream of a black woman wearing her natural hair. So mm-hmm. what happens is a lot of times women, what they'll do is the big chop. Mm-hmm. So they'll grow their hair out. So they won't get another like relaxer or perm mm-hmm. and then they'll cut off all their hair and wear only their natural hair, mm-hmm. which means it ends up being very short. Cause sometimes you have like a little teeny tiny fro. There's mm-hmm. an awkward phase to it's like, just as, as if you would grow your hair out, mm-hmm. there's an awkward phase between, yeah. you know, looking weird and not mm-hmm. that's where you're coming from. Continue. I asked that question because there's always that conversation of guys that don't like women with short hair. Mm-hmm. And that technically is something that they could avoid. Like right. you could talk to them and be like, I do not like women with short hair. Sure. And she's like, perhaps she's saying either I want to fix my damaged hair or I just want to cut my hair. Right. I just want to come. I want to get, what do they call it? A pixie cut? Yeah. Something like that. And she, that's how she feels like she's, she likes it. Sure. So if she does that, would you consider that being selfish because you don't like that shortcut? I mean, at a certain point, I don't necessarily think because I guess it depends on the reason. If it's like, hey, I need, I want to fix my hair and I'm going to grow it out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Obviously, there's like there's a phase in that. It's not like you could just grow it out. If it's like um, if it gets to a point where I'm not physically attracted to her type of thing, is that what you're asking? Yeah, like she's rocking a Jada or something. I don't, I mean, I think that those type of things aren't like make or break physical attraction. Oh, okay. But for a lot of people, there are. It could be. And in that case, then, yeah, it could be that. What I'm trying to say is I think there's a certain, like, even if it's emotional, whatever the cause is, I think us as a responsibility we have to our partner when it's a situation where it's two, there are certain things that are responsibility that we just can't allow ourselves to get to a certain point. Regardless of what that is, if it is an underlying cause, we have to fix that underlying cause before it gets to a point where it affects our partner in that drastic of a way, is what I'm saying. Now, that's why I think it's just as similar as addiction, just as similar as any of those things. Like those things, we have to be able to fix. Um, before it gets to a point where it's drastically affecting a relationship. Because to me, you're putting your partner in a situation where it's like, 
it's testing them in a way that didn't need to be tested kind of thing. And I think it's unfair and kind of selfish to expect our partners to be able to just stick it out kind of thing. Cause mm-hmm. in the, and when I say it's a little bit selfish, you know, it's like, if that guy breaks up with her, mm-hmm. the way people are going to look at him, mm-hmm. because if the only reason is I'm not attracted or she got too fat, <laughs> the way he would get trashed, for saying that, because that is the only reason he still loves the, the, everything else is great, but he's just not physically attracted to her. The way he's gonna get trashed is like crazy. You're so shallow, like all this, like all that kind of stuff. But in my mind, he should have never been put in that situation. It's on her for getting to a certain point where he has to even think these things. And I that's, just that's, why, that's where just I, I that's where we part. Um, that's fine. And and honestly, if he breaks up with her for that reason, that's just not that is what it is. People value different things in relationships. There's things that people can deal with versus what they can't deal with. Sure. I agree with that. I just I just I thought I found it kind of interesting because I had dealt with the real life situation of that too on the cruise. The guy was like, you know, he definitely isn't attracted to his wife anymore, but mm-hmm. they have two kids, they have a great life together, all that kind of stuff. And I just saw him frustrated with the fact that she like she's not the way that she used to be type of thing. I have a question for you. How many relationships do you think are still together because they're too lazy or they have too many things intertwined to just give up? What percentage of all relationships, of everybody who was coupled and paired off? Like they're not happy? That where- where Relationships, marriage, and If they weren't, it doesn't matter. Married, not married, what have you. If- they were presented with the choice of if it was easier for you to end this and, find and you somebody weren't else. afraid to be alone, would you still be here? Well, uh, probably a significant percentage. I say more than half. <laughs> I say about 80%. Yeah, probably. Majority, yeah. About 80%. But I say that as if there are free flowing quintiles. Because I think that what that, that what that means is <laughs> that what that means is like I'm, I'm gonna I put everybody in these four different spaces. Okay. Where it's like one person's happy, the other one is not. The other one is the other person is happy, the other one is not. The other one is both people are happy at the same time, and the last one is nobody's happy at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that it goes inside of that graph, mm-hmm. you know, over and over. So it's always free flowing. At one point in time, everybody's happy. One point, no one. So. I think that 80% of the time, people are always kind of in one of those, one of those four buckets, yeah. buckets uh, or really one of those three buckets, there's at least one person who's unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then 20% of the time, which is also free-flowing, pe- both people are happy and they want to be there and they like it. Mm-hmm. So I think the ultimate challenge of relationships is the fact that most times you probably don't even want to be in it. Like if you think about it, I, I listened to Michelle Obama say- for, I was just thinking about right? that. She said for 10 years, I did 20. not like it. 10 years. Ten, no, for you, it was a decade. Yeah, 10 yeah. years. I'm like, 10 years is a long right. time. She did not From like that man for a 18, whole ass decade. As, like, as far as like the age of the kids, like imagine just having a kid who your mom, like mom and dad did not like each other from the day I was born to when I was in like sixth grade or something. It's at, or it's, whatever, fifth grade. That's a long time. Oh. But she still had to f- battle through that. And I've heard other people on the on uh, the internet, Dave Ramsey talks about, he goes, I- I've been married for 40 years and I had 30 good year- good ones. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, that's it's big in my culture too. Like I just saw this 
this graph that talked about like divorce rates in India is like the lowest. It's like one mm. percent. Wow. Um, like significantly lower. There's nothing even close to India, but it's because you know marriages are thought of in a different way, and I'm sure that's going to start changing. But that's like, also like, like class dynamics and things like that. Not necessarily like, class. It's just like a, a cultural point. thing. Um, but uh. And I think that'll change with time as, you know, generations are changing and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of relationships are just, there's nothing else. Like, because of certain things, like, you just, that's just what you do. Like, you just stay together. I feel like there is a, to a certain point, there is a direct correlation with women's ability to be independent versus how many relationship like how like what divorce rate looks like and what it looks like from like just marriage rate in general um because to what you said before you were like it studies show that single women are happier Mm -hmm. and live longer on average versus married men live longer than single men and single men are a lot less happy than married men are for a specific amount of time yeah for a certain amount of time like for in age groups i mean just yeah yeah. but in in that sense i would say it all depends on like how committed you are to being in a relationship it says single women were more happier oh yeah first in a specific age for a certain age group yeah yeah it's like 30 to 45 no older single women are happier than older single men Mm. and older older single single women yeah and older single women live longer than married men do all right it's going for women versus men so single women that are older yeah on average are happier period full stop married women of the same age yes everybody by a lot by like double or triple single women just much better off feel like happier more content with their lives what's considered happier just they're saying they're happier like how do you define who's happier that i don't know probably a survey or something scale of one to ten whatever why do you not believe that why single women are that like single 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 older women are happier than married women um i don't i'm not saying that i don't believe that that's shocking to me why is it shocking to you um i think because the same reason i would say if even if it said single men are happier than they're in a relationship i would say (laughs) that i would be shocked at that too because i think that um there's a different level of happiness that can be unlocked only when you're in a uh secure relationship so i could see people in the wrong relationship like an unhappy relationship being happier when they're single but i would take like a happy like i would say somebody who's in a very happy relationship is happier than somebody who's single and not in a relationship that would be my opinion so any if the stats are saying something different than that that would be shocking to me but i guess my question though is that like why like in women in -hmm. relationships on average are not as happy Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Because we have that correlation. So women who are in relationships are not as happy. However, married men live longer mm-hmm. than single men. And then when it comes to happiness, I believe that single men are a lot less happy than married men. Like, it's a very interesting correlation in that sense, right? Of married women or women in relationship not being as happy than women that are not. In you sent sense. us this? Is that the PBD thing? That's babies. Yeah. Mar- women who have babies. Explain. 
So it it was saying that there was a, a group, an age group of women that are happier without having, without being married and having babies. But the older they get, it's essentially kind of like more, the more they regret not doing it, not having kids. Yeah, I don't think that you're talking but about. A she's talking setting. about happiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not- single. We're not talking about the baby part. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but she's talking about just the relationship part. What yeah. what study was that though? Did you just send oh. that to us? Uh, I I did send that to you. That was on the PBD thing. Yeah. So she's talking about a different, to- totally different. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So what okay. you're talking about is different from what he was saying. So what are you saying? No, no, no. I was bringing up a slightly different thing. This okay. is what we were talking about earlier, not mm. in this conversation. I was saying that women who have babies and are in relationships, um are unhappier first and then they're happier later. But uh, I think the age group was like 25 to 45, something like that, 30 to 45. Mm-hmm. They are happy and thriving, no kids, no relationship. The numbers were higher for who proc- who proclaimed themselves to be happier as far as women go. But you're talking about just relationships, not the mm-hmm. childbearing aspect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it is the same shit because they're, Still not happy. Kids or no kids, married women. In married general. women? No, there. She he. The, the thing that I read that you said mm-hmm. was they felt like they were happier, and then they regret it. They realized that they weren't as happy as they thought they were. Single women. Yeah. No. That didn't have kids. That's what. That's the thing that he was talking about. So I don't know what stats you're you're talking. No, about. no. That I don't we, know. We if were that, talking about that, that, that is off. anecdotal. You think so? Yeah, I think all. These I don't things think that the numbers. I don't think that the numbers net out for that for for women who don't have kids. So, do you think it's better off for women to just kind of be single forever? No, um, I don't think that that's the case. I think it's teach your own, mm. and that's the that's the thing about like being able to, like demonizing it in, in that sense. Because like, do you do you feel as though or. Do you feel differently about an older woman who doesn't have kids versus an older woman who does have kids? What do you mean by feel different? Like, is there any sort of like, for example, if you meet a woman who's like 45, like Mm -hmm. on this cruise, for example, you meet this like hot woman, good looking, attractive woman, genuinely happy. They're with her friends, single woman, 45, no kids. Mm -hmm. And then she's there with all of her friends. Do mm-hmm. you feel as though, like, do you look at her any differently when you realize that she's single and she doesn't have any children than you would just regularly? I don't think I'd have any kind of view or feeling strongly either way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't, I'm not sitting there just judging, oh, you're 45 and you're single and you don't have kids. Like, I mean, I would, but if your question to me is, do like if it was asked like do i feel like she's happier that way or would she be happier in a happy relationship with a husband or whatever a happy relationship whether that's male you know male or female and all that kind of stuff i personally and it would be the same for a single man that's 45 single with no kids and all that kind of stuff i personally think and this Mm -hmm. is coming from somebody who's single and all that i'm super content i do whatever i want i know i will be i feel like i will be happier if i was in a healthy relationship it's a level of happiness that could be unlocked that i will never be able to get on my own Right. But you also said that like most people in relationships are unhappy. And the reason and, and most people in relationships are unhappy and they are not starting over because they're either afraid or too lazy to start over. 
sure. but that's why I put it in that in that box of you like. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, you're right, but that's why I put it in that box of like every day somebody feels a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah you're probably gonna find on an average day most people are like, I wish I wasn't in this thing, but then. It, like you, you know how guy, guys versus women are when they go through a breakup. Mm-hmm. What happens to a guy as soon as they break up with a girl? They oh. feel liberated, mm-hmm. right? They feel like, oh man, I'm Depends so happy. On why the breakup was? Yeah, but on average, if you, she was getting on your nerves or whatever, like if they on, broke up with her. Yeah, if they, they broke up with her. With like the first two months, he's outside. Then there comes the late night creep thoughts where you're like, man, you get lonely and all. Yeah, that maybe I should have. Yeah, you know I mean, but see, I, but he, then, it is usually delayed for men. Like yeah. the the. The post but, breakup, trauma. yeah, because they're ha- they're happy to get out of that, but, but I think they don't we're realize comparing it to the wrong things. Like that's what I want to say. So like, mm-hmm. unhappy relationship to a single person. If you compare their levels of happiness, yeah, the single person is probably going to be happier than the unhappy relationship. But we're you're comparing we're comparing it in that situation to like an unhappy situation. Mm-hmm. A single forty five year old person compared to a in a very happy relationship 45 year old person my money would be on the in the relationship happy relationship person is at a far level of happiness than that 45 year old single person i hear you i think my point is that most of these people who have relationships are fucking miserable to begin with and the reality of the situation is is that we we do this thing where we value coupledom Mm -hmm. Over being by yourself. Sure. And because you value coupledom. You settle. You decide that you don't want to be single and you either are afraid to be single or you think Feeling that you're going to be judged or what have yeah. you. It's an unhealthy and reason then, to be and, in a and, 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 like, and that's my point. My point is, is that I really wish that we would accept people for being alone and being alone for an extended period of time and looking for the right person as to just looking for a person. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that. I thought you were saying, I thought that study was the point was that people are happier alone than in a relationship. I think they're happier alone than in a bad relationship, but I do think that happy in a happy relationship is a different level of happiness than a single person. I do think that we need to reevaluate gender roles in relationships. And I think that's part of the reason why women with children with young children are unhappy is because a lot of the work and the onus is on them. There was a, there was a video on like, or Twitter, I want to say, of a divorce lawyer that was like mm-hmm. every single video. Vi- was it TikTok somewhere yeah. where he was like, most of these divorces I see is because the wife is she's working, she's taking care of the kids, she's cleaning the house, she's doing all the work, and she looks over to her husband and he's like, "What the fuck are you here for?" Now, mind you, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but literally look at him like, "What is I your whole ass major function <laughs> in this bitch other than just like?" giving me fucking babies and then go taking your ass to work. Like if she's doing all of the fucking work, she might as well be alone. And I think that a lot of men right now feel like, you know, in that sense, that, that frustration, because a lot of women are like, like, what is your point? But (laughs) what's the point of you being, you being here in this relationship, if I'm going to do all of the fucking work. And there are a lot of men who don't, look at their relationships in that sense, but that's a lot of basis for a lot of divorces and part of the reason why sure. women aren't happy. And even Michelle Obama went into that same thing of like, so you're going to play golf and when will you be back? And with whom? And so you're 
not going to watch and and men get like oh i watch the kids like okay motherfucker they're your children they have half of your dna you 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 didn't watch your own fucking children but at the same time like women can't do the same thing there's like there's that double standard in relationships where i feel like a lot of women aren't having that shit anymore in the sense of like no you need to be able to pull your weight you mm-hmm. need to be able to be in this relationship the same way that i'm in it and it comes yeah. again the problem with relationships and i can only speak for myself from like single woman perspective is that again i come with my whole self i want you to come with your whole self right. and then yeah we can do this shit together i agree with you i would rather have somebody to like fucking split these bills with or somebody to like <laughs> help me watch the fucking dog or you know somebody to or like be there just to wash the to dishes to yeah you know, or to like you know watch the favorite yeah. show with or what have you that would be Create amazing it would be fantastic right. but what i won't do settle that part or do it without with someone who isn't a fully functional human being sure. and an adult yeah and i think that i mean that goes to a different point of just like are people finding like or basing relationships off the right things so um you know i think a lot of people go off of superficial stuff or like this person gives me this kind of whatever instead of like the actual stuff that matters right Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm saying like i I think we could always look at it depending on what we're comparing it to but ultimately i think the most happy people are people that are in a healthy relationship have that um, companionship and all that kind of stuff because no matter how old you are 45 and single all that kind of stuff there are still nights where you're just like man i hate waking up by myself i hate not having somebody to talk to right now i'm feeling really down right now it'd be really nice to have somebody that would like um ask me how i'm doing you know what i mean or not feel like i need to like go out there and seek attention like all of that kind of stuff i think is is there for at any level now if you compare it to somebody who's getting abused or somebody who's like dealing with all these kids and they felt like they're not getting support from their spouse, then absolutely. Uh, you would much rather want to be on your own because now you don't have that responsibility to somebody else. But but I think that single women, though, especially older single women, have more well-rounded lives. Mm. And, I still think that they're lonely. And that, yeah, but everybody's lonely. That's what I'm saying. People in relationships in happy, are lonely. Not in happy relationships. No, they, you... Even people in happy relationships can be lonely sometimes. Loneliness is a feeling. You can feel that way sometimes. Like people can feel lonely. Do people feel lonely more so than others? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. However, single women, and I will, again, another hill that I will die on, single women have more, older single women have more well-rounded lives. They have hobbies. They have female friends. They have, I would even say like married women with children for the Uh, most, on average, because- there's nothing holding you guys back. But we, again, having a more, so like if there's some, if I, you know, have a, I don't even have an example, but like I have friends that I can call mm-hmm. to help me through things. And it, all every single aspect of my life isn't valued on one thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, and again, it's about who, has that level of of where the onus is of actually doing the work of raising the children and doing the things is and typically that lands on the woman which means she has less room to do other things or have more other aspects of her life outside of that but do you think that's because you're single or that's because you're just well balanced because i know single women that are 
ultimately career oriented and they just focus on their career and they're not happy not because they're not with somebody but it's just like they're not having the whole balance that you're talking about but then that means you need to explore that you need to explore other ways sure. and other outlets but like, what i'm saying is, that it, has is less it the to do... single aspect or is it just the you're understood because you obviously come from a perspective that you know there needs to be balance there mm -hmm. needs to be equality there needs to be all this kind of stuff I don't think that's, I think you would search for that even if you were in a relationship. I mean, I think every human does, right? But I, I don't do. think every human does. That's every human thing. should yeah, search for should. that level but of But what balance. I'm saying is like, I don't think that's, because I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying that most single women, because they're single, they're like that. I don't think it's necessarily the singleness that's like, that makes them that way. I think it's the person. I think women are naturally more mature than men. I think women naturally... Probably I think that's a misnomer, but I think it's a misnomer. Mm. It's a misnomer and it's a stereotype based in misogyny. Whereas like you give little boys the opportunity to be dickheads because boys will be boys. But when women do, when little girls do the same thing, you check that shit immediately. So it's it's a very much ingrained thing within society itself. If a if a little girl is is running around taking her shirt off and rolling around in the dirt, they stop that they nip that shit in the butt immediately. But then you don't really nip that shit in the butt if it's a little boy doing the same thing. So that to me is very much a sense of like well, whether it, what those what those like gender roles need to be and how they're played out, uh, which is why you have that conversation with women in marriages doing most of the work and how that is now. So then what would you what would you talk about Leading why to divorce more because so. you said older women have more well-rounded lives than men than single men i think okay so then, then what, what would you attribute to that if it's not some kind of gender differences again it's a it has a lot to do with like the way that a lot of different men and women live operate in their lives and what their those expectations are within society itself right like so that we, we even talked about like misogyny but my state was based in misogyny no i'm saying that it's i'm saying that it is based in misogyny oh, to okay. a certain extent right like and we need to grow like ingrain ourselves out of it right mm -hmm. we need to train ourselves out of of looking at it in that way of having more again well-rounded relationships and looking at other aspects of their life that's that's new to me like i spent a large portion of my life and my career picking my life and my career over a relationship or a man or whatever, mm -hmm. I don't regret it. And I actually am better off for it in my personal opinion. Um, but my goal in my recent life is to make sure that I do have a more well-rounded life, that I do have a better work-life balance yeah. where I'm focusing on like friendships and other things, but that doesn't necessarily have to do with romantic relationships. Like my thing is, is that I like my ability to be good and be happy just within myself. Like I don't want to rely on another human being for my happiness because that's yeah. not fair to that other person. That's a responsibility that I shouldn't have to put on them that I need to be able to be responsible for myself. Sure. And then again, fully functional whole human being getting together with another fully functional whole human being and being able to go through life together. There are a lot of relationships and marriages that have nothing to do with like sex. It's just because they're best friends and they decided that they wanted to right. live lives together. Yeah. So that piece is fine. I think a lot of men within, again, built-in misogyny and that kind of thing, feel as though you know they don't have any male friends or they don't have as many male friends or a lot of their male friendships are superficial in that mm -hmm. way and they're looking for women to fill that gap and it's like no and it goes back to what 
another conversation we were having off air about men and women having the ability to be friends Mm. and whether or not men and women can be friends without sex or anything involved. Because again, you're looking at each other as human beings and not as like equipment (laughs) or not as like a potential partner. Mm -hmm. I have amazing male friendships that I value that give me perspective. Then I appreciate love and cherish. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, that goes back to like just who you are and how you live your life and what you value. I think values are more important than anything in this conversation. And essentially that's what it boils down to. It's a conversation about what you value and what you will and won't do or like what you are and are not willing to do in your life. With that being said, Chris and I have to go to in and out <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to go. This was a very good conversation. Uh, it's always good to get everybody's point of view. But, of course, as you know, if you're listening to this episode on YouTube, drop us a comment. Leave us a like for the algorithm. It really, really, really does help a lot. Um, if you're listening to this clip somewhere else, um, uh, audio only, uh, leave us a five-star review and tell all your friends to listen to this podcast. Danielle, thank you so much for coming onto the show. You're exactly what I was expecting you <laughs> to be. I don't know what that means, and I don't know what the backlash is going to look like. There's going to be no backlash. Ever- There's going to be no backlash you're okay. going to get. Comments? <laughs> uh, well, leave a comment. So that Danielle could see it. All no, right. don't. It's fine. Don't leave a comment so that she could see it. Leave it a <laughs> yeah. comment so that I could see it. With that being said, y'all, thanks for joining us uh, at the Red Table. Just kidding. Thanks for coming to the Men on the Internet <laughs> podcast with Danielle. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like what you saw, please make sure to subscribe to us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. And please check us out on our YouTube channel by searching Men on the Internet Network.